Welcome to the Legal Download Podcast, a rundown of the latest issues impacting your business from Kelly Dry. Good afternoon. This is uh, Jack Miles and Andrew Lee. We are both tax partners with the law firm of Kelly Dry and Warren, based in New York. And uh, Andrew and I will be discussing President Biden's tax plan. Now, the uh, sweep by the Democrats of the Senate, the House, and the White House means that it is uh, inevitable that tax legislation will be introduced in 2021. It's unclear to what degree tax legislation will ultimately be enacted, however, in light of the fact that uh, the Democrats' control of this Senate is so razor thin. Now, uh, it, because President Biden, Biden is unlikely to receive the support of 60 senators, uh, any tax legislation that would be enacted in 2021 would be enacted pursuant to a reconciliation process, which uh, means that it would limit the scope and duration of the, the tax legislation. Now, uh, President Biden has broadly proposed certain tax law changes, but he has not released a detailed technical explanation of his tax plan. And the proposals have not been fleshed out in detail. Therefore, it is difficult to predict uh, exactly what legislation would be enacted uh, and or, or what the effective date of uh, such legislation would be. Now, the, the centerpiece of President Biden's business proposals is that he would uh, increase the corporate tax rate from 21% to 28%. The federal corporate tax rate had been 35% uh, until 2017, when the uh, Tax Cuts and Jobs Act reduced the tax rate from 35% to 21%. Now, at the time the, the tax rate had been reduced, uh, many experienced tax lawyers had uh, assumed that the tax rate would at some future date uh, be increased because the 21% really was, is a, a, a historically low number. In fact, uh, senior uh, Trump tax official at the time uh, the legislation was enacted acknowledged that it was probably likely within a few years following enactment of the two seven, 2017 legislation that the corporate tax rate would be increased. Now here, it's quite possible the, uh, the rate would ultimately go up to say 26%. It's possible it'll go to 28%. And actually, the 28% federal corporate rate is the rate that President Obama had proposed uh, during his administration as well. And it's possible that even if we don't see a significant, a significant overall uh, of the tax law, the, uh, the corporate tax rate on its own could, could uh, be increased. Now, Andrew will address some of the individual tax proposals. Okay, thank you, Jack. So. Uh... You know, individual tax proposals uh, 
Of course, there is also a possible increase in the uh, individual uh, tax rate. You know, the rate was previously uh, the max, the top individual marginal tax rate uh, was 39.6% up until the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, and then it was reduced to uh, to 37%. It is possible that legislation would be introduced, increasing it back up to the prior 39.6% level. A, a perhaps more uh, significant uh, uh, change would be an increase in the capital gains tax rate uh, to the same 39.6% rate that applies to ordinary income for individuals in the case of individuals with income over $1 million. Uh, another possible change uh, would relate to the uh, uh, qualified business income deduction, which was introduced with the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. The, uh, it's possible that uh, the, that deduction would be phased out for uh, individuals with taxable income above $400,000. Another possible change would be to uh, limit the benefit of itemized deductions uh, to uh, for, for individuals uh, with taxable income over, uh, or for individuals earning more than $400,000, the, uh, the uh, benefit of itemized deductions uh, could be capped such that it, it would be uh, uh, essentially the same benefit as someone in the 28% bracket, i.e. someone with a higher than 28% uh, bracket would not get the uh, the, the addition, an additional benefit from itemized deductions. The, uh, it's also possible that um, uh, the value of itemized deductions might be subject to uh, a 3% haircut, again, to the extent that a taxpayer's uh, AGI exceeds uh, $400,000. Another possible change, uh, 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 what's a potentially a very uh, dramatic change, would be to... Uh, uh, change the uh, incidence of the 12.4% uh, social security tax uh, that applies to uh, employees and self-employed individuals. Uh, this is the, uh, in the case of an employee, this is the tax that's typically, you know, split between the employer and the employee. Right now, uh, the, uh, the, uh, OASDI tax only applies with respect to income up to $142,800. Uh, what uh, the potential proposal would do is essentially create a donut, meaning that the uh, OASDI tax would stop applying at $142,800, but then would kick in again at $400,000 income level. This would uh, you know, be especially um, uh, detrimental to uh, self-employed individuals who uh, who bear both the uh, you know what is generally the employer uh, as well as the employee portion of the OASDI tax. If, the, um, if this proposal were enacted, and as a result of uh, Governor Cuomo's recent tax law proposals, a self-employed individual in New York City with income above a certain threshold amount could be subject to a tax rate, a marginal tax rate of almost 70%. It, it, this 
this would be a really uh, killer tax provision. And uh, Governor Cuomo yesterday proposed increasing the state top, the, the top New York state tax rate to 10.86% up from 8.82%. So for a New York City taxpayer, New York City taxpayer could be subject to a top tax rate of 14 and a half, 15%. You combine that with the uh, 39.6% federal uh, tax rate and uh, 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 15 uh, plus percent Social Security and Medicare tax, you know, that, 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 that approaches uh, 70%. Now, it, it's not clear that this proposal would ever uh, be enacted. It, this proposal would require the consent of 60 senators and not 51 senators. It could not be enacted as part of a reconciliation process because uh, under the so-called Byrd rule, changes to social security generally can't be enacted through reconciliation. Andrew? Yeah, that, that, that's absolutely right. So, uh, you know, so while, uh, you know, the proposed uh, expansion of the scope of the OASDI tax be uh, you know quite dramatic. It's also perhaps among the most unlikely to pass of the uh, of the potential proposals here. Now there are uh, there are a couple other you know p- uh, potential changes, um, including uh, changes uh, potentially impacting retirement accounts under the Biden tax plan. Uh, there would be there there might be a. Uh, a significant change in the way that you know deductions uh, or the tax benefit from IRAs and 401k contributions are calculated. Uh, right now, there uh, you know, are potentially deductions available so that the benefit from you know IRA or 401k contributions varies depending upon the you know um, income level and therefore the top marginal rate of the you know taxpayer. What uh, the Biden plan would do is replace it with a credit, which would be uh, pegged uh, at perhaps 26 percent, maybe more, maybe less of the amount contributed uh, so that uh, someone in a high income tax bracket would basically receive the same dollar uh, benefit as someone in a lower income tax bracket for the same amount of a contribution. You know, this this could you know change. Uh, you know, if this were to be enacted, it could you know change uh, you know strategies pursued by uh, you know contributors uh, to to these um, you know retirement plans. For example, some people might be inclined to allocate more uh, money to a Roth account. There would be a, a couple of um, sector specific proposals uh, that would impact uh, certain industries. The Biden plan would eliminate the deduction for uh, prescription drug advertising, would create a financial fee for certain liabilities of large financial institutions with over $50 billion of assets. Uh, it would eliminate certain tax preferences for fossil fuels. Right. Um, and and, uh, and the, the, the Biden plan uh, uh, appears to uh, uh, focus on real estate as well. There are suggestions that uh, the plan might uh, significantly curtail like-kind exchange benefits, Section 1031, uh, like-kind exchange tax deferral. We we don't know the specifics of his proposals. He's, there, there's also some suggestion that the plan may uh, attempt to limit the ability of a real estate professional 
uh, to use real estate losses to shelter other income under the passive activity loss rules. Once again, we don't have any specific proposals with respect to these areas. Thank you, Jack. Uh, another you know, very potentially dramatic change in, in the Biden tax plan would be the elimination of the basis step up at death. Right now, if, if an individual uh, holds um, you know, assets um, at the time of death, the basis of those assets uh, basically generally gets reset to fair market value. Uh, there are there are practical reasons for this rule. Um, you know, among other things, it, it, you know, if someone has been holding an appreciated asset for a very long time, uh, it can be very difficult to ascertain what the original purchase price was, for example. So, um, you know, so and this rule has been has been a- around for a long time. Uh, there have been proposals in the past to uh, to uh, to change it. Uh, I think attempts in the past to change it, uh, and it is conceivable, um, you know, under under the Biden tax plan that there would be another attempt to uh, eliminate this rule, either by essentially taxing the uh, uh, built-in appreciation at the time of death, or giving a, a, a beneficiary uh, a carryover rather than a stepped-up basis in inherited uh, assets. And, and there are th- three final uh, business tax proposals that uh, have been made, but without a great deal of technical explanation, as uh, we previously noted. The plan would impose a new corporate alternative minimum tax on any corporation with book profits of $100 million or more in, in any year. And the, uh, this alternative minimum tax, uh, this corporate alternative minimum tax will be imposed at a rate equal to 15% of the corporation's book income. Book, book losses from a prior year could offset the, uh, this book income alternative minimum tax. Under, a sec, under another proposal, the, the Biden plan would create a 10% made in America tax credit for activities that restore production, uh, retool facilities to advance manufacturing or employment or expand manufacturing payroll. Uh, once again, uh, there's not a great deal of detail uh, with respect to this tax credit. And finally, uh, the Biden plan would impose a new 10% surtax on corporations that offshore certain jobs to foreign nations where the goods, the ultimate goods or services are sold back to the American market. So this surtax would in effect raise the federal corporate tax rate with respect to this activity to to 30.8%. Once again, not a great deal of detail, uh, but just, you know, something uh, proposed in very, very, very broad terms. So I I believe that's it. It's uh, various serious, serious um, tax proposals here. Unclear to what degree um, any of these uh, proposals will be enacted, although I, I believe the, the corporate tax rate you know, will be increased, uh, especially in light of uh, budget uh, deficit considerations. Uh, whether it goes up to 28 percent, we'll see. And what the effective date uh, of the, uh, the increase is, is also unknown. And, and the, the other reason the, the corporate tax rate increase 
uh, is more likely to be enacted is, is, is because you know, the tw everyone acknowledges that the 21% rate is very low. Uh, so it could ultimately just go up to 24%. But uh, you know, I, 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 my personal belief is that um, you know, that, that increase, that, that tax law change will ultimately uh, be enacted in one form or another. Um, the status of the other proposals um, you know, we'll, we'll see. And again, the, the social security, elimination of the social security tax cap, that is, that, that would have uh, incre an incredibly uh, adverse impact on, on many individuals, especially self-employed individuals. Uh, but as noted, that, that would require the uh, consent of 60, 60 senators, uh, which would make it uh, more unlikely. Thank you very much for listening to uh, Legal Download. Uh, if you'd like more details uh, regarding the uh, Biden tax plan, uh, you can uh, visit our website, and the uh, I believe that the link will be in the uh, show notes. Thank Thanks you for, for listening. listening. For additional information on this and other topics, please visit kellydry.com. Kelly Dry has podcasts available through your podcast provider.